This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders. Was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, people? This is You're Not Listening, the podcast that teaches you how to actively listen to music one song at a time. Unfortunately, tonight I'm flying solo. My dad is sick. He's got some type of plague. He's feeling real crummy, and he just wasn't really up to recording tonight. But I wanted to make sure that I still got something out to you guys, the non-listeners. So I'm flying solo. I'm going to do a short song that's just got a few things that I want to talk about. I'm not going to get too in-depth, but it's a song that I really like, and I hope that you guys like it too. If you haven't heard it, I have a feeling not a lot of people have heard this version, but hopefully you'll get that opportunity to check it out and you'll enjoy it yourself. So before I get into it, I want to do a quick reminder, like I do every episode, to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you listen. Leave us a written review that really helps us get discovered by people who are looking for music podcasts. Check out a lot of the other music podcasts that we talk about. We share about them on Twitter all the time. We really like those guys. There are some really good shows out there. And if you like this one, you'll really like them. So make sure you check those out too. And lastly, make sure you find us on social media. We are at YNL Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And we're also on Facebook. You can find us by just searching the name of the show. So tonight I'm going to give a quick story about one song. And I'm also going to take a look at the Gaslight Anthems cover of Anywhere I Lay My Head by Tom Waits. So if you're a Tom Waits fan or a Gaslight Anthem fan, I think you're going to like this episode. If you don't know who either of them are, or you hate this song, or never heard it before, guess what? You're not listening. So clean out your ears, listen up. Let's do it. Get on the floor! Okay, so after last week's episode... Last week, I talked about You Are a Tourist by Death Cab for Cutie, and I had a bunch of comments on that episode, and people really enjoyed it. They enjoyed kind of how in-depth we got with that song, but I also had a lot of people saying, oh, you said your favorite Death Cab song is Soul Meets Body. I wish you did that song. I love that song. Yeah, I would have loved to do that song, but like I said last week, You Are a Tourist kind of had more stuff to talk about in it. There were more technical things that I, I was able to pick up on. There's a lot to talk about with this song too, but instead of getting into Soul Meets Body, I figured I'd give you a little story of kind of how that song first worked its way into kind of my everyday playlist here, I guess. So I was never a huge Death Cab fan. As, as you know, I like I said in the episode, I listened to them when I didn't want to listen to any music. I just kind of had them on in the background. And at the time of this story, I was kind of out of it all the time. You know, we had a really young daughter. Our first daughter was a little baby. She had a lot of problems digesting milk. She had like an allergy to the milk protein. So we had to get her this really expensive formula. It was like 50 bucks a can. You could only find it at certain places. And a lot of a lot of stores had it. They had like one can in stock and it was locked down under, you know, in a padlocked cabinet. So it was really hard to find. So I was one night late at night, I, you know, we needed more formula and I'm out driving all over the whole area trying to find a store that has a can of this hard to find formula. And um, 
I ended up on like the third store. I was at a Walgreens and I finally found it and I got a can of it and I'm waiting in line to pay 50 bucks for a small can of formula and I'm kind of grumpy and tired and just kind of sitting there and the line's going slow. You know, there's a hundred year old grandma that's checking people out and making chit chat with everyone that comes up. So I'm just like not in the mood, right? And so I'm just standing there waiting and Soul Meets Body came on and I'm, I'm like, oh, I've heard this song before, whatever. And I didn't really think anything of it. And then that chorus came in. That bottom bottom bum bum bottom bum bum bottom bum bum and I just kinda stood there and listened to that and I was like, That's really beautiful. And uh then when they come in with the second course and they sing that same melody but with the words in it, it's just so dynamic and it's so mel melodic and I just I thought it was really gorgeous and it kinda brought me out of that pit of like frustration and, you know, fatigue and just kind of feeling out of it and not wanting to be there and upset that I had to drive all over Tarnation to spend all kinds of money on this one little thing. And it kind of just snapped me out of that immediately. And I was in line on my Spotify trying to find that song. I didn't know what it was called at the time and I couldn't figure it out. And then I ended up, you know, it's my turn at the register and she's calling me like, can I help you? You know, like, let's go. And I didn't even realize that it was my turn uh, because I was searching the lyrics in Google to try and figure out what the song was. And I listened to it the entire way home. And now I listen to that song all the time. I love it. And it always kind of brings me it, 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 because of that situation, it helps remind me of, you know, one of those things that can help you get out of the feeling like you're not, the reason you're frustrated is kind of a stupid thing and what you're doing is important. So just, you know, be happy. And that's what that did for me that night. And so that's what that song still does for me now. So this is the power of music and this is why we do what we do on this show because we want other people to be able to have those same types of experiences and get more out of these songs than just something nice to listen to in the background. So that's my story uh, with that. I know I didn't really get into the meat of the song and what it is about that song specifically that kind of speaks to me musically or with the lyrics or anything, but that's the story behind it. That's why I love that song so much. That's why that's my favorite Death Cab song over the one that I talked about last week, which is You Are a Tourist. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was a little trip down memory lane for me and it was a little uh, little personal, but I think it really helps illustrate uh, how important music is to me and how much of an impact it has on my life. So I wanted to share that with you. And for the three or four people that actually did contact me and requested that I do Soul Meets Body, I'm probably not going to do that on this show just because there's so many other great songs out there and I don't want to get down the rabbit hole of doing too many songs by one artist, but I hope that kind of satisfies you, those people that asked about that, kind of hearing that story. And if you guys have similar stories with songs, please I'd share them with us. I'd love to hear it. If you want to send us a recording of you telling that story, I'd be more than happy to share that on the show as well. I fucking love this record as a music podcast hosted by me, the Derek Care of You. Every week, a guest and I discuss a record that we both fucking love. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts or from our website, lovethisrecord.com. All right, I'm going to get into a song now just real quick. I'm going to talk about the Gaslight Anthems cover of Anywhere I Lay My Head. Anywhere I Lay My Head is a song written by Tom Waits. If you don't know who Tom Waits is, uh, he's like a folk blues kind of American music icon, really. He released this song in 1985 on his album Rain Dogs. The Gaslight Anthem did a cover of this. They do a lot of references to Tom Waits music in a lot of their songs. Uh, if you don't know who they are, they're a punk rock band from New Jersey. And, uh, you know, they're heavily influenced by a combo of like Springsteen and Bob Dylan 
and then other older punk bands. So what we're looking at is a punk band playing kind of some folk Americana music, which is kind of cool. This is a really short song. Uh, it's kind of a messy song. It's not super tight. Even when Tom Waits does it, it's, I mean, Tom Waits is... His music can tend to sound pretty messy as well in a lot of instances. But the Gaslight Anthem covered this song and released it as part of their 45 RPM club. It was kind of like an exclusive release with another single. And it was just kind of like a little extra thing for, for the fans. Uh, but it is on Spotify, so anyone can listen to it. And it has the album art for their album Get Hurt, so it's a little confusing. It's not actually on that normal album. So it's kind of a, kind of a deep cut. But go ahead and listen to it. Get to the official You're Not Listening Spotify playlist. It'll be on there, or you can just search for it. Or in the show notes, I have a link to the video on YouTube, so you can listen to it there as well. So go ahead, give it a listen all the way through to the end, because the ending is primarily what I'm going to be talking about. And then come back and I'll talk about it. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, if you haven't heard that song before, or if you don't know the Gaslight Anthem, Gaslight Anthem is my favorite band of all time. They are just an amazing punk rock band with a lot of depth and amazing songwriting. Brian Fallon is an incredible artist, but this song is written by Tom Waits, and Tom Waits has a messy, gravelly voice in this. And if you look at some of the comments uh, that you find online about this cover, a lot of the diehard Tom Waits fans get really upset about this for some reason. They, you know, no one can ever touch Tom Waits. He's, you know, it's, it's terrible. He's a God and the shame on them for even attempting to try and cover this song. And I, 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 I never really understood that mentality. I think if there's a great song out there that people enjoy and they want to give it a shot, you know, there are a few untouchables in my mind. This is not one of them. I mean, Scarlett Johansson covers this song too. Did you guys know that Scarlett Johansson has an album? I did not until I started researching a little bit about this song. So I guess check that out. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm kind of scared to, but maybe it's good. Who knows? Anyway, this song is a little bit related to the story I told right before we listened to it, because this song was also kind of a big part of the relationship I have with my daughter as well. When she was a baby, I mentioned that she really has a lot of trouble sleeping. And when she was a baby, we would have to rock her a lot to really get her tired and get her drowsy. And we would just rock her and sing to her. And every night before I put her down to bed for a long time, um, you know, probably a solid six months every night, I would sing this song to her. I obviously didn't yell like Brian Fallon does when he sings this, but I just sang the melody and I sang, I sang this song to her every night. It was short enough that I could sing the whole song, but long enough that it gave us a good amount of time to kind of rock and spend some good time together so she can get drowsy. And it just became one of those things that I listen to the song all the time and Every time it comes on my playlist, you know, it makes me think about that time that I would sit and rock with her when she was a baby. And so this is another song that's deeply personal to me. But the reason I would sing it to her is because it's a very simple melody. It's repetitive. And the words don't, I mean, the words don't really mean much, especially when you're a baby, the words don't really mean anything. But the thing that I love about this song is similar to some of the stuff I talked about in the last episode with You Are a Tourist in that it's one of those finishing notes in a major scale. It's, it's a you know, it gives you that sense of completion, that sense of finality. And it's right at the end when he says, when he says the very last line, anywhere I lay my head, I want to call my home. And it's the way he says my home. It literally takes that song from the first second to the very end and wraps it up really nicely. And it just it's, it's a really satisfying finish. I just love the way that they do it with all the instruments dropping off for that very last part as he's saying, anywhere I, when he's holding that long note before he says, lay my head, all the other instruments die off 
kind of slowly. So then that last line, I want to call my home, is just him singing. And I think it's really powerful. It really kind of gives an this feeling of like someone who has complete control over what they want and what their and what their life is. And I think that really speaks volumes uh, the way that they produce that. It's pretty cool. But then, you know, it's just a, it's a simple song. That trumpet is kind of cool having that trumpet in the background. I'm pretty sure that's got to be a keyboard or else the trumpet player would never have taken a breath through like the whole song. So I'm assuming it's a keyboard. It's like I said, it's kind of messy. It's not too tight. There's a lot of breaks, but I just think it's a really cool, interesting song. It doesn't really have too much of a climax. Again, if you listen to the Tom Waits version, that one's messy too. You know, I think they really did a good job of playing this song as them. I mean, Brian Fallon has such a distinct voice that you can tell that. You can always tell when it's him singing and he has his own style, but they definitely did a good job as a tribute to Tom Waits and his voice and his style and his structure, the way that he sings his songs and the way that he uses his voice in a song like this. I think they really did a good job of kind of honoring that while putting their own spin on it. So cool song. If you've never heard it before, again, like I said, I hope you like it. I hope you seek out the original version and compare them. Let me know what you think. And I hope you guys check out more stuff by the Gaslight Anthem. This is definitely not the last song by them that we're going to talk about. Like I said, it's my favorite band. My dad loves them too. He actually introduced me to them. So he knew about them before I did. And Brian Fallon is one of the most inspirational artists for me. So um, I'm definitely going to talk about some more stuff by him. Get excited. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was quick. I know it was short. I'm sorry that I'm all alone and you don't get that fun banter between me and my dad and him telling embarrassing stories about when I was young. I know he hasn't done much of that yet, but he probably will. So again, reminder, check out some of the other podcasts that we talk about on this show that you see us talk about on Twitter and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Swoot, wherever you listen. Make sure that you leave those reviews because it's super helpful to us. We still only have three reviews. We really want more. Please help us out. Tell your friends. Let us know when you did that so we can send you guys a sticker. We got free stickers, free swag. Who doesn't love free stuff? Come on, guys. And if you want to support us, there's a link to our Patreon page in the show notes. And thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. achieve the American dream, the big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship. The studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. 
Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.